Thank you for joining the Home Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at myhomechurch.org. Hello, guys. Hey. Oh, boy. So this week has just been so incredible for me. For 10 years, over 10 years... I suffered from chronic pain, fibromyalgia more specifically. So fibromyalgia is chronic pain in your nerves, your joints, and your bones. And there's no cure for it, and it only gets worse as you get older. Doctors between medication, physical therapy, acupuncture, things like that, the most that they can help you is 50%. Sometimes it didn't even feel like like it was helping 50%. So I patiently waited and waited for the day that God wanted to heal me. That was my first mistake. As soon as my perspective changed, on Thursday I was at work, I was watching a YouTube video Crystal had mentioned for me to watch Randy Clark on YouTube because I said, Lord, uh, Crystal, Crystal, I feel like Jesus wants to heal me at Jesus Conference in December. And she said, well, well, why do you have to wait for Jesus Conference? And I was like, yeah, like totally stumped. Like, uh, that's when I think the Lord wants to heal me? <laughs> and she's like, well, Dina, it's always God's will to heal. I said, okay. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I believe you but help me understand because why am I not healed yet? I've been suffering with this for over 10 years. So Thursday at work, we were pretty slow. <laughs> I remember that, we, um, that I was told to watch Randy Clark, so I pulled up the message. And long story short, which I'm going to get into later, I was healed, okay? So they asked me to testify at church today, just testify. While I was preparing Friday night um, to testify, so many things were coming up. I was like, I feel like I could just talk forever on this. Um, and the Lord really put it on my heart to, to speak today. But I, I didn't say anything. I didn't want to you know, be pushy or anything. So as some of you may be able to tell, maybe not actually, I don't know. I have a little bit of a cold. Went to the many center before work on Saturday. And I had prayed Friday night for me to have more time on Saturday to prepare my testimony. And so I went to the Medi Center before work, and uh, the doctor saw me, and she's like, oh, you're, you're not planning on going to work after this, are you? And I was like, well, I was. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. No, you can't go to work. <laughs> Let me write you a note for, for your job saying that you can't be at work. I'm like, okay, thank you, Lord. <laughs> as, um, as I was waiting for the doctor, Crystal texted me. She's like, so you like feeling anything about Sunday, you know? And I'm like, well, you know, God's telling me this and that. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, because Andrew, Andrew isn't getting anything, and that's not like God to not show up. So we asked, and we we're like, we're feeling like you're just supposed to speak the whole time. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so excited. So the Lord made the way for me to just have off on, for from work on Saturday. I've just been crying on and off for like <laughs> since Thursday. It's just been crazy. Going back to... Thursday when I was watching the video. 
I'm watching the video, and not e this is a two hour long video. I was like, all right, you know, I have time, whatever. <laughs> so I'm watching the video, not even a half hour through. Randy Clark starts talking about Mark chapter five. So I've read this chapter time and time again. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm waiting for your healing. I'm waiting. Whenever you, whenever it's your perfect timing to heal me, I'm ready. Okay, but Randy Clark said something different, and, 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 and God's word says something different. Okay, so I'm going to read from Mark chapter 5 right now, starting at verse 24. You guys can open your Bibles, or it's going to be up on the screen. So Jesus went with him. So this is a man uh, who went to Jesus because his daughter was dying. So he stops while he's going to go with this man to heal his daughter because she's dying. He stops. A large crowd followed him and pressed around him. Continue on. Uh, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt it in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that the power had gone out from him and he turned around and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people, you see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you asked who touched you? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what she had, what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go and peace and be free from your suffering. See, this woman believed that Jesus could heal her right now. And as I was watching the video, he was talking about how it's always God's will to heal us. Always. God's sovereignty does not change. In Hebrews, it says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, so what's different? What is different about this time that I, was, that I prayed over myself and the other times that I was prayed for? or that I prayed for myself. God's sovereignty didn't change. Who God is didn't change. The will of God did not change. So what changed? So I'm watching the video and I'm listening to this and I'm like, oh my gosh, God wants to heal me right now. He wants to heal me right now. I don't have to wait anymore. If God's sovereignty doesn't change, then I need to change. My thinking needs to change. <laughs> So I pause the video and I begin to command the pain to leave because we have authority when we accept Jesus as our savior and he lives inside of us. We have authority over pain, over darkness, over evil. We have authority. So I casted the pain out of all my body. 
And then I asked the Lord to give me a new neck, to give me a new jaw, to give me new legs, all these different things. And as I was praying, I felt a surge of tingling energy just flowing through my body. And I knew that I was healed. I knew it. I'm in the stock room at work. I just dropped down and started doing as many push-ups as I could. So I did eight. <laughs> but you don't work out your arms for over 10 years and you tell me how many you could do, okay? <laughs> then I sat down and my favorite way to work out before I was, I was cursed with this illness, I sat in a plank for 30 seconds and I was so happy because I was not able to do that for over 10 years. And then I played the video again. He's, he's telling people in the audience to start moving things around, start doing things that you were not able to do before in an act of faith. Even if you don't feel it the first time that you're moving around, keep doing it because your faith is what's going to heal you. It activates Jesus' healing power. So I paused it again. I remember that there's a 10-pound dumbbell in the corner of the stock room. 10 pounds for some of you is like, okay... <laughs> but that was more than double the amount of weight that I was able to lift up without being in excruciating pain. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Healing isn't just for me. It's accessible to everybody through faith. So many times, especially now in the modern church, we just teach and preach, but we miss out on the healing and the deliverance that Jesus offers. It's who he is. And we, we, we don't want to come, receive healing, and then not enter into relationship with Jesus if we don't already. When he heals us, when he delivers us, it's an invitation into relationship with him. It's a deeper relationship if you have one already. If you receive the healing, but you miss out on a relationship with Jesus, you got gypped. Because now that I'm healed, I get to give back to Jesus by spending time with him, by thanking him for what he's done for me. You don't just get healed and go and live your life. You get healed and you're changed. My faith has increased so much more. All the anger that I've had inside of me, God, when do you want to heal me? When is it going to be time? Haven't I suffered enough? All I had to do was believe that he wanted to heal me now. That's the only thing that changed. And when you look at the verses, so at once Jesus realized that the power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? Next verse. You see the people crowding against you? His disciples answered. And yet you can ask, who touched me? This verse says that there were other people touching him, but he only realized one of them. So what's the difference between everyone else who is touching him and that woman who touched his cloak who said, if I just touch his cloak, I can be healed. It was faith that he wants to heal her right now. That's the only thing that changed in me. I knew he wanted to heal me. I just didn't know when. 
But as soon as I knew that he wanted to heal me now, it was done in Jesus' name. And everything that I'm saying about healing, the same goes for deliverance. People trapped in addiction, people trapped in depression and anxiety, that's not the Lord's will for you. Just like those other people who were around Jesus, but didn't touch him in faith, you could be around Jesus, you could come to church. That's, that's awesome that you're coming to church, but you could come to church and not touch Jesus with faith and then you're not changed. If you're here today and you have pain in your body, sickness in your body, if you're addicted or depressed or have anxiety, I know that when you touch Jesus in faith today, you're going to be set free and delivered and healed. Okay? So later that night, I was journaling about what Jesus had done. And all of a sudden, I felt like a, a sharp pain in my jaw, quick, and it went away. And I was like, what the heck was that? It's like, oh my gosh, I know, okay, I know I'm healed, I know I'm healed. Oh, oh my gosh, the jaw pain that was always there never left me. The jaw pain that was always there was gone. I got so used to having it that I didn't realize that it was gone. But Jesus made it hurt real quick to be like, Dina, you're missing out on what, part of what I did for you. I used to always have pain in my jaw. I remember thinking at times, God, is there ever going to be a day where I don't feel that my jaw is here all the time? I just want to just be able to live life without feeling my jaw pain. And I pushed up here, there would always be really, really sore and tender and just painful when I pushed up here, and it's not painful anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could clap for Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, so I went to sleep, woke up the next day, and my neck was like a little, a little stiff from sleeping. I'm assuming. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, I, I'm learning the difference between um, being a super superhuman, where, like, I don't feel anything, and I'm just in the glory jello all the time, and, um, and, and being human, and, you know, because normal people feel sore sometimes. Normal people feel stiffness sometimes, right? I'm learning that because I haven't known this. I haven't had a normal healed body in over 10 years. And so I'm like, okay, Lord. I was like, how, how am I going to know the difference between... Normal life, soreness, stuff like that, because whenever I would feel that, it would be, ooh, it's going to get worse, it's going to get worse, and it would give me anxiety. How am I going to know that it, the difference? And I said, Dina, do me a favor, feel your neck. So I'm feeling, and I touched up where my head meets my neck. All the time. I had this huge tension ball either on both sides or one or the other side, right where my head meets my neck. And when I would push it, it would be tender. And that's where all the tension, all the pain just gathered right where my head meets my neck. And it's gone. Not on one side, not on the other side. It's completely gone. Yeah. And the Lord said to me, that's how you know. That's how you know, Dina. I don't mess around with your feelings. It's done, and it's done for good. 
when Jesus delivers you, he delivers you for good. When Jesus truly delivers, when you truly encounter Jesus, it's for good. Look at Pastor Andrew. Look at Crystal. Look at me. So many people in this room, Mike, have been addicted and enslaved to drugs for many years. Both me and Andrew, seven. I don't know how, how long everybody else. But we had a touch of Jesus, and we entered into relationship with him. And we're living the life. We're living the life. I believe that many people today are going to get healed and delivered. But what I want you to know is that the most important thing that you grasp today is a relationship with Jesus. If you're already in relationship with him, go deeper. He has so much more for you. After this day, I believe that there is going to be a domino effect. That people are going to come up, they're going to get healed and delivered. And just like Jesus asks us to go and do it for others. Before we pray, I just want to share something with you. For some, the, the word may strike fear. I feel some, there may be a, a hardness to it. Believing, like Dina said, it's not for me. When the Bible speaks of the suffering that we are to accept as followers of Christ, it is in reference to persecution and opposition. But when Jesus came to preach and declare the good news, he came to not just destroy sin, but every effect of sin. And when you see Jesus move, he healed, he delivered, he set people free. It is the heart of God to bring freedom into your life. And Jesus has made that personal touch available. Because of Christ, we can experience that. And I want you to know something. There may be many who just disqualify themselves from this. You understand that the woman who received healing under the law of the day because of her bleeding, she was unclean. If there was anyone who shouldn't be allowed to receive and encounter Jesus, it was her. She was childless because of her problem. She was looked at as cursed and an outcast. And the greatest theological statement that perhaps I could think of is when she comes up, of all people, and touches the hem of his garment, it says, and Jesus turned around to the one that everyone thought he would never encounter, and she walked away healed. And then he asked the question, who touched me? Because he didn't know? No, he loves to highlight hunger. He loves to honor hunger. And he says, I'm going to make an example of this woman.
And so I just, I just encourage you, as Dean has said, if God leads you to come up, wherever you are right now, we're just going to go around. That, that touch can be for healing physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally. Jesus wants to touch today. Thank you for listening to Home Church's podcast. To go deeper into the message, text DEEPER to 66866. If you would like to give to this ministry, you can text the amount to 631-693-4176 or visit us at myhomechurch.org backslash give.